Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. Thanks so much for being with us. This is the show about the show, the show within the show. And we encourage you to download it at CBS Sports Radio's iTunes feed. That's the DA Show's iTunes feed as well. So simply search DA and CBS and you'll see it there. Also search Permission Granted, you'll see it there. Please rate it and or leave a comment. That way other people, it'll help them finding it as well. And so Mraz joins me now for a little side A. First things off the top, we should alert everybody that you have a new role at CBS Sports Radio and Intercom Radio. And that is, you will not only be producing our show, but also, as soon as we're off the air, moving over to the CMB, Chris Carlin, Maggie Gray, and Bart Scott. This was the show originally in the afternoons, taken over for Frances on WFN in New York, moved 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern time once Mike came back. And so they've added this to your repertoire and given you a little bump and this is very cool. So, first of all, congratulations on that. Oh, thank you, Damon. I, I appreciate that. And we, it should be noted, because when I announced this on Twitter, at Mares CBS, that uh, people were very scared I was leaving this show because I did a two-parter. I know. So, we should stress I am still on this show. Yeah. You're still on this show, number one. Is that? You like that, big boy? Let's see. Can I get a face? No, that's she's a little too thick. We're doing this in real time. There's a girl walking past the glass. Same hair color, ponytail. Wavy, dark hair, darker complexion. She's seeing me stare at her. It is not her. That is not you like that big boy. But I love that we could do this in real time and a little breaking news. That would have been great. We could have pulled it right into here. To hell with my new job. We could have settled this right on the PGP. This morning, right before the show, I went into the kitchen and I saw... A woman with darker hair, and she seemed kind of bubbly. And I thought, "Is this you like that big boy?" I am. Rig- I just initially saw it, thought that, and so now everybody has that question mark. And and it doesn't matter if her name is Kathy, Regina, you know, Brittany. Her name now forever is you like that big boy. <laughs> no so, question. Uh, poor her, but no, that's not her. That's a girl a little thicker. She's walking past again on the play-by-play. So back to focusing. <laughs> You announced this, that you were also going to be adding this other show to your, your resume, and people kind of freaked out because you did not number it as a two-part tweet. I mean, can people get serious here? I, uh, Twitter only gives you so many characters, and I accepted this position last Tuesday thinking I would have a week or two before I started. The bosses go, okay, you start Thursday. So I had less than 48 hours. Yeah. So I figured I'd you know, make a little uh, alert, a little announcement to it. 
And I ran, I didn't think it was going to take two, but I ran out of characters because I tried to say nice things about the new show I was joining, you know, really, you know, sure. be a team player. Yeah. Ran out of characters, so I followed up right away with a second tweet. If if you follow the normal people you should follow in your timeline, you know, not any more than 600, let's say. I'm just making an arbitrary okay. number. My tweets would have been back-to-back, -back and you should have never missed it. But people only read the first tweet, and I'm shocked that how many people actually like me because they freaked out about it. Well, it is true. You have a lot of, a lot of fans out there. A lot of the, the members of Chubbo Nation, the peasants, as you call them. They are peasants. The peasants of Chubbo Nation. So you're not leaving this show. You're just adding that show on to your, your plate. It does beg the question, how is it to work with Bart again every day? Great. Great. If I had the number of the perks of it, that's number one. Is yeah. Bart making me crack up and laugh? Uh, he calls me Fat Gardener now instead okay. of Brett Gardener because I'm bald and white, I guess, would be why he calls me Fat Gardener. But, you know, anybody, any listener to the DA show knows how hysterical Bart Scott is, so it's great to work with him again. You know, it's just it's weird looking over and seeing the person next to him isn't you as I'm working with him. But this is all stuff I'm getting used to, and it's a little different. I'm having fun. Good. The The irony, though, is after being killed for my lack of work ethic for how long is yes. doubling my workload now. That's the <laughs> ultimate irony. And killing you for your lack of producer talent to where the company said, you're so valuable as a producer, we need you to produce two shows. <laughs> you're actually walking in there because th it's an upgraded producer. I think this just speaks to the lack of depth uh, around, <laughs> around the office. So there's a lot of changes at producer. And one happened at CBS Sports Radio. I was talking to my buddy Penns last week. On Friday, actually, we, we met up for lunch and had a few cocktails on Friday. And he was talking to me about the PGP of last week and all of the permutations I went through of how there was the Amy job, producer job, open. He's like, honestly, I just could not follow it. And I'm like, it's true. I didn't do a good enough job framing all of that. Okay. Okay. It was just, it got a little too confusing if you didn't know the players and the pieces. You know, We were too insidey. Is yeah. that what happened? Okay. So I don't know if it's necessary to go back over it, but let me just clarify what we're talking about here. The producer of the show we used to host, that we used to do, 6 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Bill Ryder's show, his producer, who used to be you, basically. Right. That was your role until we moved to this time slot. That producer moved to San Diego to become a program director within the family. That meant that basically the, the guy in the wheels of steel on that show, Stu, mm -hmm. moved into that producer's role. Right. That meant Stu's role on the Wheels of Steel at night and then also working weekends. That was open, and that's where Amy's producer jumped at the opportunity to do that. And that's why we debated, would you rather work three days a week at night and then both your weekend nights, Saturday and Sunday nights, are taken up because those are the five days you're working and your two days off right. are Monday, Tuesday, I think. Or do you stay Monday through Friday, but you have to work overnights? And that was our debate last week. Okay, so I guess the best way to put this, if I could, you know, we have sports radio listeners, would be, in layman's terms, the head coach of writer's team is like the head coach of an NFL team, leaves for an expansion team. Or leaves for a GM job. Leaves for a GM job. Great point. Okay, leaves for a GM job. Not a head coach anymore. The offensive coordinator gets promoted, gets promoted to be the head coach. The quarterback's coach gets promoted to be the offensive coordinator. But for some reason, the head coach of another team decides to leave that job to take the linebacker's coach <laughs> at this team. 
Kind of like Doug Marone opting out of Buffalo, <laughs> and he ends up being an assistant in Jacksonville. Going, why'd you do that, Doug? And that's what that's what producer Tom became. And so we were debating whether Doug Marone made a good idea, made a good decision not to coach the Bills and instead to become offensive line coach for the Jaguars. Exactly, and that's what producer Tom did. He became the offensive line coach for Ryder than you. And so the Bills' job is open now, which yes. we, we have made Amy's producer overnights. And inevitably, the Bills' job is open without the Bills preparing, so all the good candidates <laughs> have taken head coaching jobs, so somebody <laughs> unexpected is maybe not ready for a head coaching role is going to get that head coaching job. So, today we had Ike Feldman on. So, for this Bills' job, I've been promoting Robbie Rosenhaus. I, I want now it's the Bills' job. <laughs> I want Robbie to get the Bills' job, because I think that he's a great personality. I want to hear him on the air more. I think that, you know, these jobs don't come around often at CBS Sports Radio, I think him and Amy, that overnight slot, you're usually there's more space, more time for you to kind of to to get your personality out there. Like we kind of developed our first two years uh, here at the network on the overnight. So I suggested Robbie Rosenhaus, Ike Feldman, who is the offensive coordinator, if you will, of Amy's job. Yes, of Amy's show is not he's not trying to become the head coach. Is that right? No, he, I think they're looking for shared coaching. I think they want to go with an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and they share the head coaching responsibility. Assistant head coach. Duties. Yes. So, I I think that Robbie would be great for it. We had Ike on the show today. Let's insert right here the answer. I asked Ike, do you think that the personalities would clash between Robbie and Amy since Robbie's such a big personality and really kind of dominates a room? It can't get more toxic than producer Tom and Amy Lawrence, okay? And and it's it's a great change for everybody on board, you know? There's two philosophies going on here. Producer Tom is the very straight, <laughs> straightforward shooter. Amy wants a little different direction, maybe a little looser. Um, I'm happy that Robbie's all a loose are happy. guy. He's a loose cannon. Very loose. He's very loose. Very loose. All right. So, uh. what, what, <laughs> what do you make of Ike saying that? You, I mean, first of all, is that? You're just unbelievable. We dumped that on the show, <laughs> and you couldn't get enough. You had to pull it from the non-dump Well, this feed. is the show about the show. Right. So to be fair. You're finding a loophole. I just want this vocally on the record. I'm uncomfortable with the fact that that was just played, but I will answer the question honestly. Well, is that the type of thing where it's kind of like. That you, should be in-house. You don't bring locker room stuff out. Exactly. That is like when, you know, when uh, a reporter gets a story like, whoa, that was going on there. <laughs> Who's the leak? We got to get rid of the leak. Ike, Ike the leak? Ike's openly the leak because Ike put his name to it. <laughs> we know that. That's not like some kind of voice recording. That's Ike. Uh, Ike is a horrible clubhouse leak. And now I have to <laughs> I have to wonder after hearing Ike say that uh, and it going public. And by the way, I brought up to Ike that I dumped it on the show. And he goes, why? Who cares? We should know what's going on here. So he was... He's, he, he, he's okay with that being public he's knowledge. He's okay with that being which public. Which is why we, it should be okay, I guess, to play it here. Yeah, which is fine. Again, that's fine. That's Ike's bed. Um... I, gee, I don't know. I If I'm taking that job, now I wonder, is Ike more my worry than <laughs> wondering what happened between Tom and Amy? You, well, you get... <laughs> because he's... Obviously, anything that happens here can't stay there. I, I don't I don't think that's a fair way to describe Amy and Tom. I don't think... Th- I don't think so. I know both of them. I think they're... I think they're very professional. I think they work... They worked really hard on that show together. I, I think that was just probably him trying to... I don't know. Get headlines. Um, yeah, or it could just be Ike not understanding two passionate people that just, I mean, it, it could happen if you're passionate about something and... But he and, called it toxic. Yeah, I don't, I, toxic's toxic. probably bad. I, I mean, I'm assuming... He said nothing could be more toxic. I'm going to be honest with you. 
to be, and now I'm gonna. I'm only thinking about this on the flaws. Maybe uh-huh. I'm not thinking this through. We did overnights for two years, so we I think are the best people to ask about that job, mm-hmm. other than Amy's people. So now we're we're on three and a half years, or closing in on three and a half. Is that right? Yeah. Who knows if we reach that mark? Maybe our situation becomes toxic between me and you because you're not sleeping fair. right. I think that's fair. You're getting maybe maybe there's some internal not that you don't enjoy coming to work every day, but maybe some internal frustrations. Like man, I'm mentally just drained here, but I'm putting on the happy face. I don't know. Like so maybe. Ike is is misunderstanding and using the word throwing around the word toxic where it's just toxic because people are just tired. They're just tired and passionate. And if you're not ta- if you're not getting good enough sleep, you're getting cranky. And when you don't get your way, you get even crankier. I think that's fair. I think that's fair because there was a new lease on life with our show and we moved time slots right. to the nights. We felt reinvigorated. We felt as though we could finally Reset our lives, reboot our lives. Right. And as you've mentioned, you met your fiance the day after your last overnight. The day. If that's not karmic. No. Now you're stuffing wedding envelopes. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> now, right. Now talk about toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was just, I was surprised when that came out of Ike's mouth. I didn't think he was going to go there. I think that that was. You think Ike's just trying to put on? I just. You know, maybe. There's some kind of reverse double cyclone here of Ike says that for the double split. cyclone. Well, here's here's the bit. What is what did you talk to Ike about specifically? Robbie what, talked about Robbie. Yeah. Why is Robbie's name being brought about on our show? He made a name for himself on yeah. our show, right? Maybe Ike is only saying this now because now he's getting the opportunity, wants to make a name for himself on our show. Oh. So he throws something out that like to make headlines, like I want these guys to have me back in because I'm a headline grabber, I'm an attention oh. seeker. The irony is, I'm talking about another guy who's made headlines on the show. I want to be the headline guy on that show. Looks at the DA show as a path to advance his career. <laughs> I'm not going to stand for it. We're not to be used or stepped on. That's not a terrible theory because I do think people around the newsroom do feel like our show gives a platform to those that don't normally have platforms. Yeah, and sometimes we're frowned upon for it. There's no doubt. Yeah, we get a little... But I think people get jealous of it. I agree. You know, we're not here at night. I'm sure there's some people walking around at night going, could you believe Robbie was on the... D- could you believe they put Ike on today? How do I... Carver on the PGP that time. Could you believe Carver was on their PGP? When is it my taste? When do I get that shot? I have had unnamed people around here reach out to me and say, hey, if you're ever in need for somebody on the PGP, we're we're an olive branch here. We're a stepping stone uh, to other paths. Well, you know, I like to run plays for a lot of guys. I want to see who produces. And maybe we are, in many ways, looked at the way people look at, you know, wanting to hire coaches under Bill Belichick. Just give them shots. <laughs> I mean, heck, I just got a producing job I probably didn't deserve. <laughs> so the other thing that comes along with you moving to the CMB, also doing that along with this show, is that it looks like we should have Bart in the mix football season. Huge. Very excited about. And I was able to ask if we can get Maggie in on the show every so often. Okay. I said yes. So speaking of giving people a place to run, I think Maggie would be great to come in like once every other month or so and just kind of hang out for an hour with us. Yeah, and I think the next time we have Maggie in, I mean, we could have some fun on if I'm failing at my job with her. Right, that's true. Could be a good bit on the show. Great out Mraz. You know, you give me one month with the show, hey, okay, you took our guy over there, how much is he failing? Yeah. Have some fun. Because I do have to be real with the DA and the audience, I feel in my first couple days with the show... Uh, much like John Carlo with the Yankees early on. I, I swung a couple balls and missed, so maybe she could comment on that. Look, the pressure in New York is real. 
it, oh, I'm feeling it more than ever. I have a big mouth making fun of a lot of people. Suddenly my bat's on my shoulder. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Well, never a dull moment around here. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. We we have our finger on the pulse, so mm-hmm. we keep that churning in. All right. Well, that's side A, side B. Pete, the body Bilotti comes in yeah. to describe eating sandwiches. Yeah, and more than that is more of why the rest of the show is just disgusted by my apparent germs. Going back to something you did last week and something he did today, and I've had it. <laughs> All right. Side B is right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into Side B to PGP. Clap it up. This is Mraz here, host of Side B on the you, PGP. Yeah. Pete the Body Bellotti in the house. Peter, what's well, you, up? I, I like when you open up the podcast and you do this, uh, This you always clap. Yeah, so, it just, it's, it's an infusion of energy. It's always like, I don't know if it's a nervous clap because you're around me, or it's just a nervous clap because... You're handling the side B of the PGP. Well, no, I'm I'm not nervous. I would uh, consider myself an egotistical uh, on-air talent. So I don't <laughs> think there's any uh, any Wait, nervousness here. Your thoughts? A man that tells the truth right there. A man, a man <laughs> that tells the truth. And speaking of a man that tells the truth, there's a couple ways I want to go here with side B. But first and foremost, I do have to say, uh, as we sit here on Monday, June the 4th, 2018, if you listen to the top of the last hour of the DA show, hour number three, DA uh, comes out discussing me eating a big fat sandwich, which was exactly what I was eating. Fat one. And this led to him obviously laughing. So a little behind the scenes there. I come out of break five minutes before the top of the hour. We have a little five-minute break, break a poo there, break a room. And there is two trays of sandwiches, okay, with multiple dressings and spreads. As you host, you hold a sandwich spread there. Looks like that's the Black Bear ShopRite variety. Yeah, Black Bear, very, a great brand. Black Bear. So for those of you in the country not familiar with Black Bear, I believe that is ShopRite, uh, which is a Northeast chain-specific uh, cold cup brand. And I only Correct. know this, a little more behind the scenes. My father has managed delis and supermarkets his whole life. That's how young Shawnee was, you know, had a roof over his head. Young Mraz. Young Mraz. Papa Mraz still does it to this day for food count. But anyway, neither here nor there. I see these sandwiches and my face lights up, okay? No because, kidding. Because we get a lot of free food in radio from time. I shouldn't say a lot, but I would say at least once a week there's some kind of free food that surfaces around. We got hit with it right out to shoot on a Monday. And usually when you do this, it's pretty good. And when it's sandwiches, you know, you're going to get, you know, some minimal meat there. Get you by. It's You're not going to turn it down. It's free food. These sandwiches, Pete. Were, I mean, it had to have been like a pound of meat on each huge. sandwich. They were huge. huge. So I get my sandwich. I see DA, and he spots me a mile away. And as he said, he goes, oh, is that right? DA loves, I, I'm convinced DA looks at me eat food the way um, some guys will watch porno, pornography. <laughs> he, uh, you know what? I... <laughs> he, his eyes light up. He gets very excited. <laughs> he gets the giggles. He's just, you can see his heart starts pumping. There's something ab- about... DA watching me eat or seeing me eat that brings him great pleasure. And I don't know what it is, but his eyes lit up. So anyway, he comes back, he makes a joke on air. I This sandwich is so big, Pete. I come into you and I go, you want half of this? I'm looking down at this thing. I put the sandwich spread on and you immediately turn to me and go, no, I'm good. DA swings the door open and goes, Pete, I got a sandwich like Mirage. You want half of this? You look at him, not two seconds after you told me no, and go, yeah, I'll take half, DA. Sure. Now, to make a long story longer, that's freaking offensive. Uh, no, it's not offensive. It's called good radio. I want to see you oh, eat that bull. giant sandwich. Well, that's not why you did it. Yeah. I think you think my hands are dirty. With what? 
Well, I don't know. I think you thought I've already touched the sandwich. You don't trust my hands. Maybe you think I don't, you know, white wash after I wipe my tukis or something. I don't know. All right, that's exactly what I think. I mean, come on. You really, uh, you no. really turned down the sandwich, thinking good radio here. Let him eat the whole sandwich. No, it was a combination of things. One, I really wasn't feeling a cold cut sandwich at the time. Oh, but two seconds later, you were feeling one. But then I saw your sandwich. I didn't see it prior. I saw your sandwich. It looked good. I said, all right, all right, maybe I'll go and peek out there later. Take a little peek. And then DA comes in and says the half sandwich, and that's the perfect remedy because I didn't want a full sandwich. And I also wanted you to eat a, a giant sandwich, and it was going to be brought up on the air. And it, and it was brought up on the air, and it was delicious. And I don't care that I ate the giant sandwich. I'm happy you didn't take half. But I just found it a little offensive that you would prefer DA's hands be on it other than mine. Which brings me, long story longer. Remember, you are the guy that put your finger in a belly button and smelled it and almost passed out. Okay. I mean, I again, I thought we'd pay our... You know, this is like still challenging Michael Vick after he served this jail sentence. You know, I mean, at some point we got to be able to pay our punishment, correct? <laughs> Not that yes. I should be joking around about what Michael Vick did, but you know what I mean. So this brings me to last week, National Donut Day, and we have Andrew Comrie Picard in, and they bring in uh, him and his people donuts. Jeez, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> now I remember. Okay. So DA sees his big sampling of donuts, and we're not talking about your Krispy Kreme, your Dunkin' Donuts, even your Duck Donuts, or Tim Horton. Tim Hortons. You insert chain here. We're talking about Manhattan authentic donut shop donuts, and there's a black and white. There's a strawberry. I mean, there's a lemon cream. There's all these kinds. I'm, I'm starting to sound like Ike Feldman. Get the crumb cake. So instead of all, I look at it and I go, I kind of wanted the black and white donut. There was like another Oreo donut. DA comes up with a great idea. Let's chop these donuts up and let's all try a little bit. So I, my, I'm starving now. I'm looking at these donuts. I can't find a knife. So I end up getting a spoon and we're going to cut from the other end of the spoon, mm-hmm. open these donuts. Truth be told, Pete, I don't know how you stand on this because this was an argument me and DA had. If everybody just reached in there, us three, I trust all of us three, with their hands and ripped off a piece each, that's not going to bother me. I'm still going to eat it. I don't care if you rip off a piece, DA rips off a piece. I end up dropping that spoon on the ground. It's going to take me at least five minutes to get to our cafeteria to get a knife. So I end up basically ripping only the part I was going to eat off, and DA went nuts, wouldn't touch that donut the rest of the time. So this is what brings you back to the sandwich. What is it about me touching food that people don't like? Is it the belly button thing? No, 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 no. My reasoning for not taking your sandwich was the sheer reason of I wasn't feeling the cold cuts, and I explained that. The now, donuts, though. Now, now go to the, the donuts. donuts. Now, the donuts, to me, I think it's a it's a hypocr- hypocritical thought. Because all of us, if there's a slice of pizza out there, we're, we tend to, when you take a pizza from a pie, you're pulling at the other slices. So you're still getting your hands on someone else's slice. Great point. So I'll give you a big example, too. I have never seen this size pizza, but I was up at Providence for the better half's uh, college reunion, 10 years. Okay. They have a, one of the uh, things was a bar party. Okay. And the people, and the, uh, I guess the alumni group brought in two giant 28 inch pizzas. Whoa. That were cut up in squares. Okay. So you have a whole room, uh, a whole bar full of people. Pulling at that They're thing. They're pulling at it. And people are still eating it. So, you know, I mean, you could say, Sean's hands are dirty. You could say, oh, you put your hands on it. But really, all of us, you know, everyone, DA, you, me, we, we go after food in other situations that have been, may have been touched by other people. We don't know it. 
Yeah, and that's the other thing. With, with the donuts in the box, does DA think that we had, like, a robot put those donuts in a box? Like, a person put the donut. And if he claims he's wearing gloves, he like, that thin layer of plastic's making a difference. Right, it's I, not. I just, now this is two incidents in a week where, quite frankly, I've been offended by my showmates in the food where I would not care if all your grubby paws were all over it. Well, you know what? Would Fine. not care. I, I think it's getting to your head, though. I, I really wouldn't pay much attention to it. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I just think that uh, I'm being unfairly portrayed. Now, on that note... Well, I mean, I think you do it to yourself. On that, on that note, I need, before we wrap up, side B, a little bit of advice. A little uh, fight with the wife this week. And uh-oh. not even a fight, a little Wait argument. A I need you to vote, Pete. You're going to be the judge, jury, executioner. This is really taking you behind the scenes on my life. All right? My wife, bless her heart decides that she's going to put together a uh, surprise date day for me, where she has all these plans for me. Says, this is great. Well, that's a good thing. She says, the only thing I need to know is what time do you want to wake up? You know, long week. I'm waking I'm wake up at 5 a.m. Eastern every day. I go, get me up by 9.30 a.m. Eastern if I'm not up already. Sure enough, I sleep till 9.30. Wakes me up. Okay. Uh, I got your breakfast ready to go. She got me an everything bagel, butter, the whole deal. She goes, get on your bathing suit and everything, get in the car. She has stuff packed up. We end up going to the beach. Now, we go to the beach almost every weekend. I live in Long Island. Okay, fine. She goes, there's a whole day now. Boom, boom, boom. We spend about four hours at the beach. I have my breakfast. I'm going in the water. I'm having a blast. We go home. From this point on, I don't know where I'm going. Uh, we end up at batting cages, which ends up being really cool. Okay. We end up at dinner at one of my favorite places, the Cheesecake Factory, which everybody can relate to. Mm-hmm. That, that menu is something else. At the Cheesecake Factory, she goes all that. We're going appetizers. We have buffalo blasts, which are like chicken empanadas with buffalo chicken. Spicy. I order the jambalaya pasta. Chicken, shrimp, pasta, spicy. I go cheesecake piece, Adam's peanut butter cup, ripple, whatever, Alamode style. The whole Scoop thing. of vanilla ice cream. Okay? Rattle this off one by one, Pete. Yes, do the math. Spicy buffalo chicken appetizer, spicy jambalaya, Cheesecake with ice cream. Yeah, three days worth of calories. Okay, three days worth of calories. I consume this all within one hour. All right? Now, (laughs) Pete, you would know as a man or as any man would know, not to get too graphic or disgusting here, the next stop after you eat those three things has to be home, correct? For the digestive purposes. (laughs) Would you disagree or Or, agree? or, Or home or somewhere comfortable. Right. Okay. So I'm thinking my wife knows this. I've been with her how long? Shawnee's Mraz, I'm sorry, has to go home. Sit down for a little bit. Let the belly do its job. She decides we get in the car because she's driving. One of my favorite parks is over by this Cheesecake Factory. It's the sun setting. Let's go for a sunset walk around the lake. All right? So it's like 7 o'clock Eastern. <laughs> Pete, we get a quarter of the way through this lake. I have a bead of sweat dripping down my forehead. My stomach is gurgling. Because now with every step you take, you're loosening up your whole body. Oh. <laughs> I know. And I'm telling you, we're 10 miles from home now. I know this isn't going to make it good. I look at her and I go, hey, babe. Does pork have a bathroom? <laughs> right away, a fight ensued. Are you kidding me? How disgusting are you? Ah. I end up having a security guard unlock a park bathroom as the sun is setting. There's nobody in this park. It closes at dusk. She's sitting by herself out on a bench. The whole date was basically ruined. We spent the whole time driving home with her disgusted by me, which leads me to this. Now, she's gotten over by Sunday. Who was in the wrong here? Is it me or okay. is it her for not understanding we got to go home after very, the Cheesecake Factory? Very simple answer. It's you. How is it me? I Here's can't control why. my body. Here's why. Here's why. You should have went to the bathroom at the Cheesecake Factory. But I wasn't ready. I wasn't marinated. You should have went back there, marinated, and did it. All right. Well, that'd be that'd be my that'd be my opinion because those Cheesecake Factory locations are basically constructed with marble, so those bathrooms are pretty nice. They are nice. So it was I definitely would, nicer than where I, where 
you, you go back. <laughs> the park, <laughs> the public park bathroom. You go. Wasn't exactly the Ritz. Yeah, where, where, the, where the geese are actually <laughs> going to the bathroom in the bathroom. <laughs> you go back to that marble granite bathroom in the Cheesecake Factory. You do what you have to do. Right. Go on a handicap stall. Take your legs, spread them out. Well, I mean, you're getting a little detail. Now, the bottom line is here, I it's well documented. Two months ago, I was suspended from the PGP for openly belching. My hope would be that this story is more funny and wife-related, that DA hears this and does not suspend me. I don't think he will, but I want to throw that disclaimer that I am acknowledging that I understand. We did not get into a graphic detail. It was just really, I think, a life scenario most men could relate to. I, Exactly, and as Pete continues to get more graphic here, but- I don't have my mic on there. I'll take take two. Uh, it's like it's not like we recorded you in the bathroom and we played right. it here on the air. Okay, fair enough. So I I think we got something here, Pete. I think you you vote in uh, my wife's favor. I'm going to continue to vote in my favor. Uh, and if you tell me if I was in the wrong, you can tweet at me at CBS and catch Pete on Twitter. At CBS Pete the Body. All right. Enjoy the PGP, everyone. Well, I'm assuming you already enjoyed it because it's the end of it. Uh, if not, enjoy your week, everybody. Take care. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.